Oh, we're yeah. here on location with ALR from the ALR GPA <laughs> podcast. ALR, tell about tell us about what's about today's show today. I don't fucking know. Just a bunch of bullshit <laughs> taking everybody. There's our intro. What's cracking? Yeah. What's up, dog? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am How good. are you, Renzies? I am good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we got some good feedback for the last show, bro. Dude, they say they can't. They can't fucking wait to see. For a limited time only. Yo, you know GPA. what? You're pushing that shit so much, bro. You better release something. <laughs> People are gonna believe it. <laughs> People are like, you're you even on that one uh that one story you posted, it was like coming soon. Like you better do it, bro. Like honestly. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, here and now, dude. Hey, here and now. <laughs> hey, that was funny though, huh? So for those that don't know, for those that don't know. I got a, me and ALR were chopping up back and forth talking about um, Luther Vandross and he had texted me a picture of Luther Vandross and text here and now, right? So I saw it and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I get in the car, bro. And as soon as I got to get in the car, I turn on the I turn on the, the radio and here and now is on, dude. And I text ALR, I was like, oh, you'll never guess what's on the radio right now, bro. So here and now. There you go, dog. You already got yeah, I saw, um, you know what's a trip? Uh, I saw um, Nightmare's uh, CD, his track listing. Coming, huh? Yeah, and I saw it says featuring GPA. That, man, that ain't something you ain't going to think. You ain't seen that shit in a while. <laughs> yeah, it should be coming. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, honestly curious to hear that on the final mix down. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty. His first album was dope as fuck. I yeah. fucked with the first album. Fuck with the first album it was for dope. I'm still cool. waiting for my physical copy that said he was gonna send me. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, but on some on some real shit though, going back to uh, the show from last week, man, when I yeah. was editing it, dude, I literally yeah. was laughing the entire fucking time, bro. Awesome. Dude, it was some funny shit, man. Like, it was good. It was some good shit. <laughs> Yo, man, feedback from people, bro. It's like, yo, that shit was comedy, man. Like, hey, do you like my work? intro? Do you like my yeah. intro? Yeah. For a limited time. <laughs> and then I put the, I put music in the background, dude, the little horns. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I, I was driving, listening to that shit, and I'm like, fucking like, like fucking just slapping my wife. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, oh, man. That shit was funny as fuck, dog. Yeah, that's that shit sure was. I'm glad everybody, uh, everybody liked it. But hey, we're, you're not gonna get any verses from anybody. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I gotta work on my here and now compilation volume two. <laughs> you know where I got all that shit from, dude? Is like fucking. I saw a meme that said when you wake up like at two in the morning and you see the fucking time life music, you're like, oh okay. And you yeah, that shit. That shit is so, uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know you got yeah. one. Oh, I got a playlist on my fucking uh, Spotify. Hey, did you ever... Do you remember that shit back in the days? Uh, was it... Ah, fuck. Was it Warehouse Music where you pay like a penny for like 11 CDs or something? No, like that's that? like BMG or... Yeah, BMG. Some shit like that. Do you yeah, remember you that pay shit like though? a penny a penny a CD or something. And you get and all those they, CDs and... And then they send you like six CDs every month. Mm-hmm. For shit you don't want. No, where you circle the ones you want. Yeah, but then they start sending you selections. 
Yeah. For the month, and they start sending you <laughs> shit you don't want, bro. <laughs> and then I, I never did a- it. I never did it, dude, because I didn't want to. Uh, for one, I was broke. Yeah. Right. And then two, I wanted to pick my CDs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that shit. Then they send you a bill for like fucking twenty three dollars. <laughs> where did this come from? Yeah. Hey, I actually got the uh, Chronic and Doggy Style on cassette from that place. <laughs> the, the which Doggy Style? The first print or the second one? The first print. Sick. What G's up? Hold yeah. down on it. That's a yep. good album. That's the best yep. copy. Yeah, <clears throat> it was on, on cassette, bro. On cassette. On cassette. I had a Boys in the Hood soundtrack too on cassette too. Uh, oh, we gotta talk about that too, bro. What? Who was bigger, Balbiv DeVoe or, or Boys to Men? Ooh, oh yeah. How the fuck did we start talking about that? I don't remember. Because you oh, asked because me about ABC. You told me about the jump, uh, yes. crisscross song jump. Yeah, it was a diss let's track. Run. Let's get in it. Let's get in it. That's it. So, did you know that it was actually a diss track? I did not. Nah. I tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not either. But I was working and I was talking to some dude about music and we we're talking about diss records. Because I even told him, oh, Justin Timberlake, was it, uh, which one was it, Crimea River? What goes, what goes around, comes around. What goes around. around, comes around, yeah. Was it this song? He's like, what? What He's goes like, around, comes back around. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And, hey, those were some bars right there. <laughs> that shit was hard. And he's like, hey, did you know that Criss Cross's jump was a diss too? I'm like, nah, well, it was no fun. He's like, bro, read the lyrics. And he said, yeah, that the lyrics I sent you? Yeah. That was like, yeah, that was actually a fucking diss towards uh, ABC. ABC boys to men, ABC BBD. That yeah. cool. The East Coast that? family. That's the song, that, dude. You remember that one? No. That it was the boys to men song. Uh, Motown, feel it back again, right? Okay. Yes. 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 So then we're gonna boys to men, ABC BBD. Yeah. 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 yeah boys yeah. to men. Fuck. Yeah. Boys to men. Balbid Devote. Another back creation. Yeah. Fuck. So who? Boys to men had some hits. They were super duper huge in like the what early nineties, late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Can you hear my dog snoring? Is that your dog snoring? Dang! <laughs> God! <laughs> oh! Just make it our ALRGP podcast preview or uh, uh, debut. Mm-hmm. Nothing I'm doing now. She felt me. Hey, she'll be like, let me get a, a member of Craig's dad on Friday. Some large fries. Yeah. Catch up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Boys, Boys to, to men. men. Yeah, they were big late 80s. I think late 80s, early 90s, dude. And then they yeah. were huge all through the 90s. Was it early 90s? Boys to men? Nah, bro. I think it was like yeah, bro. mid 90s, bro. No, Charlie. Yeah. Let me see. I'll tell you right now. Remember the group that the Cooley High Harmony? What's the name of the album? Remember the boys? Yeah. That fucking had I only heard like one song from those cats, bro, and that was like it. Let's see, boys to men, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am researching boys to men. KLRTPA exclusive. Let's look at their discography. (laughs) Yeah, early '90s, dude. Cooley High Harmony was 1991. Are you fucked? Damn. Then they had like 93, 94, 97. And then they kind of fell off because the boy bands took over in early 2000s. Shit. 
shit, bro. I remember when I was in junior high, it was boys to men hit. Yep. They, um, that's the crazy thing, bro. Like, boys to men. Let's see how many number one hits they had. Uh, they had, a, I think, five. Five hits. Okay, let's see. Damn. Oh, I'm down, I'm bending me. ALRGPA exclusive. ALRGPA exclusive. Wikipedia. Let's see. Let's go back over here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am referencing the references of the references. So they're like 92. They were nominated. Dude, they won Grammys and all that shit, bro. They ain't got shit on Luther Vandross, though, dude. Uh, nah, dude. Here and now. So they got, they won one. One, two, three. Dude, end of the road, bro. They had like two hits on that album. <clears throat> to the end. Oh, that was a jam right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Bro. To the road. They won. Hey, man, that was- Let's see. They won. They won four Grammys. Uh, hey, you were straight gaining cutty to that song, bro. You know what I'm saying? They don't make that shit like they do. No, no more, they don't, dog. dog. Like, on some real, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you didn't have to spit no game, dog. Just you know what's crazy, dog? Let's, let's talk about that. So, Voice to Men. Uh-huh. Right? Voice to Men were minority. It was a minority singing group. Right? Technically, mm-hmm. you can call it a boy band. Yeah. You got to remember, yeah. like, in the late 80s, there was other boy bands. Not, not boy bands, but singing groups. High Five and Troop and... Right? Or technically, they would be... In the early 2000s, they would be a boy band. Right? Yeah. But then what happened... What, um, but what happened, dude, is, like... Boys to Men had a run, dude. Like, I'm telling you, like, early 90s to late 90s. And then when 2000s hit, when, like, the Backstreet Boys and all those dudes hit, bro, like, it kind of killed, um, it kind of killed those kind of groups' career, bro. Honestly, new, I think. New kids on the block. They were 80s, though. I mean, but. I bet you they have more hits than Boys to Men. I, if you ask me, I can't fucking sing lyrics to any kids in the block song. So, Boys to Men, bro, they had one, two, Three, four, five, five. Can't see this one. Damn. Five. So they had some hits. Then. They had five number one hits, bro. Yeah, I think I sent you that. It, it broke it down. No, you didn't, bro. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. And hey. the top ten hits. Top ten hits. They had one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They had ten top ten hits. That's powerful, bro. Yeah, that is powerful. We could do that. We can do that, dog. Oh man, we could. Man, that ain't shit. We'll fucking we'll go diamond, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Uh, I'm ready. Let's go to the studio. Let's do it, dude. I'll do the choreography. I'll do the choreography. Okay? You write the music, bro. 
fool. I can't fucking write music for shit. I I'm fucking can't somebody. dance, bro. I can't dance. So who gives a fuck? I'm fucking stealing somebody's lyrics. Who, dude? Chop them up, dude. Chop. You know what I mean? I mean, if Gay Z could do it, if Gay Z could do right? it, right? Oh, we gotta talk about that too, bro. Ooh, ooh, throw it out yeah, there. Throw it out there right now. But no, but before we go there, I do the dance moves. You do the singing. Both worlds come together, dog. We're talking like. 72. I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna predict this. We're gonna have 72 top nine million hits. Fuck. Okay, bro. God, and we're buying that yacht. Yes, and the name of the album is gonna be called What? what? Here and <laughs> Now, bro. Oh, and I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, who do you wanna be? Do you wanna be here or do you wanna be now? I'm here. That's gonna be our name, here and now. Yeah, I'm not gonna be GK when I sing when I when I sing and dance, bro. I'm gonna uh, be here. I'm gonna be L. Who are you yeah, gonna be? I'm, you gonna be now or here? I'm here. Okay, so you're here and I'm now. Yeah. Fuck, Ladies and really? gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, hitting the stage, may I present to you here and now. Hey, matter of fact, even the fucking podcast is gonna change name. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Here, to the Here and, and, and podcast. Now podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, we can do this, Doc. We need we need two more people in the group, dude. Oh, who are we calling? Who are we getting? Who are we getting out there? I don't know. We need we need a person that that uh that can't sing or dance, but they can actually sing. Right? Oh. They can't sing and yeah. dance, dude. Like they have to be able to sing, but if they want to dance, they can't sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck. Who? who and then we who need we got out there though. I don't know, dog. We're 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 calling we're calling it out, dude. We're 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 in search of the stars, dude. Right now we're in star search. If you feel like you feel like you got what it takes, DM us. Yes. Hit us up. We're gonna have to be part of here and now. If you guys want to be part of here and now, we need one more person though. Oh, what's we need the person with the we need the baritone, dude. We need the guy with the deep voice when the, when we stop singing and the uh-huh. music breaks down. He goes, "Oh, girl." You know you heard me. Yeah. You heard me. Uh, you heard me real bad. Like an ingrown ooh, toenail that I tried to dig it. out for two days in a row. Stop. And then when I was ooh. done, ALR wanted to smell the file that I was digging my ingrown toenail oh. with and got a piece of sock stuck in it. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, like that, bro. That dude. Uh, we need that dude. We winning, bro. It's on there, we, buying, we buying the yacht. Yes. And we're gonna do the show every week from the fuck from yacht. the yacht. Fuck yeah! What's up? I won't be. From, I won't be on the helipad, dude. On the helipad, dude. In a lawn chair, in a cheap ass Walmart lawn chair. Homie, why? Because I can. <laughs> Walmart lawn chair. Hey, those yep. things fucking. I'm gonna be in one of those. Uh, uh, fucking. Um, I'll be all ready. I want them old school lawn chair, not the, not the old school lawn chair, but the old school folding chair that you used to be able to sunbathe on, like they had in uh, um, in Scarface, where he walked up and she was sitting there at the pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah, ones that you yeah. sit on there for so long, bro, it starts to cut the circulation off in your body, bro. And you get up, yeah. you look like you've been wrapped up for a while. Yeah, that's fuck what you, fuck I'm talking about, dog. Oh fuck, you gonna buy that mansion that he was in? You know where he's looking out the window? That's too small, that bro. It's too you small. See that blimp? It's you too see that small. blimp? The blimp? Too small. It's too it's small. Gonna, uh, the blimp is going to say, here and now. And I going to say, the world's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the world's not yours, P.S. 
Yep. Your ass back to work. Here and now. <laughs> I'll buy me a fucking, what do we buy, like a hundred foot yacht? Some, oh, that's little, dude. You that's know what I would do? Yacht. When huh. we hit a big and a singing group, bro, well, I'm going to buy a gold nugget pinky ring. So that way when I sing my solo and the spotlight hits me and I'm holding the fucking microphone, fuck. it shines off my cubic zirconium flakes that are on my gold nugget ring, bro. Oh, shit, bro. Hey, you're getting too flashy off me, dog. Nah, it's, dog. It's all about presentation, bro. Then we I'm put posters up. Yeah, that picture that we got in our as for our face for our cover. I'm putting that shit in a medallion, dog. Big oh, ass okay. medallion. Come on, you know what? Yeah. Welcome to the group, pumps. Only the people yeah. that are in this group get this medallion. Yep. This used to be ALR and GPA podcast, but now it's called the Here and Now Singing Group. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be us Here and Now soldiers, dog. All hey, right. and the fuck, the camera, the camera that I got is gonna be made out of fucking uh, ice, like iced out camera, dog. Watch how out, you man. Make it, how you gonna stop it from melting? No, not. I'm talking like ice, like diamonds and shit. Oh, like diamonds and pearls. Diamonds and pearls, fool. Yes, sir. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Even the fu- even the your your face mask is gonna yeah. be like fucking Louis Vuitton. No, it's gonna be made out of onyx, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And we got. You know what I'm gonna get you? Since you like George Michael so much, dude, I'm gonna get oh, you a leather you. jacket. And on the yes. bo- on the on the back of the leather jacket at the bottom, it's gonna say "Faith." <laughs> hey, George Michael's the shit, dog. Yeah, he was that a great hits. singer. He was a great singer, bro. He was a great yeah, singer. Was. Yeah. Um, sure. But I. I you know, I think at a certain point, uh, I think he couldn't either couldn't handle the fame or the fame. The, the, his time passed, and he, and he didn't know how to handle that. Oh yeah, that's but with that's with every musician. I have a feeling. Wait, um, I don't know, bro. Cause you look at look at like Mick, look at the Rolling Stones, dude. Those guys are like ninety years old and they're still around, bro. Look at Metallica, Kiss, Kiss, Paul McCartney. Bruce oh, yeah. Springsteen. Hey, the, who, Paul McCartney. No, who Tony owns, Braxton. Who owns the Beatles catalog? Jay Z, no? Jay Z. He might. What sucks, though, you would think that if, if, if I was Michael Jackson, right? And you know the music business and how a lot of people don't get, don't own their masters and don't usually have control of where and how it's used. Don't you don't you think that Michael Jackson would have been some kind of had some kind of heart and put it in his will when he would pass away that those masters or those rights to those music that music would go back to like Paul McCartney and Ringo and George Harrison's yeah. family and 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 John Lennon's family. Yeah. I, I think that would have been I, that's what I would have done. Like let me make some money off this, but when I'm gone, it's going back to the families. Yeah, until your Beatles music is timeless, bro. There's certain groups that have come out. That will be forever timeless. They say that Drake beat the Beatles in top hits or something like that. He even said in one of his songs. Yeah, he even said in one of his songs. We have to what fact he say? Check that like, one. Allegedly. No. We're going to use that allegedly yeah. one. Yeah, he said, I got more slaps than the Beatles or something like that. Something like yeah, that. that doesn't mean it's right. I mean, I know some people that said they had more number one hits than Drake and they didn't. Oh, hey, 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 hey. When I go in there, 
We're not, but I'm just saying, like, you know what? Perception, the perception, like when we were talking about Boys to Men, going back to Boys to Men, I thought they had like 20 number one hits, bro. Yeah. Hey, you just got to be like number one thing. You got to have confidence in yourself and be like, yo, my shit is better than everybody's shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to be the fucking choreographer, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm confident I can't dance for shit, dog, but I'm going to teach you. Hey, that's what confidence like. Even though we only got like five listeners on this shit, dude, we still the go. number one, number one podcast world fucking wide, bro. Joe <laughs> Rogan is asking about it, bro. Right? And we Joe denied Rogan. him to be on the show. Yeah, we denied him to be on the show today. He called me last minute. He was like, "Hey, can I get on?" I was like, "Hell nah." Yeah, Dre called me too. He's like, "Hey, yo, can I get on?" Like, nah, I can't. Uh, sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I was like, yeah, I was even lucky to get on. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I was hey. I was sitting I was sitting here ten minutes by myself before I got on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like fuck. you know everybody hit me up like, hey, can we get on the show? I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, okay. and it's a trip. How many people ask? But there's only five listeners. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's like crazy. you. Maybe they maybe they have split personalities, huh? Maybe you like you only had one song your whole career. I I had one that I played forever that keeps getting played for, but it's not my song though. It's Mount Hollis's. Oh yeah, hey man! When we hit it big, we buying all the fucking GPA masters up. Hell no, putting, dog! We're putting a lock on that shit. If Hell you even play that, no. if I catch somebody playing that shit in their car, I'm suing them. <laughs> Hell no, dog! We're gonna as soon as we make it big, I'm gonna tell everybody your GPA. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know anything about no GPA stuff, dude. That's him. <laughs> That's Mount Hollis. <laughs> That's Mount Hollis right there. Can't you see? <laughs> kind of buff. <laughs> kind of buff. <laughs> That's it. Attention, everybody. We're buying all the. I'm buying the fucking everybody's masters. Huh? That's it. Hey, you know what made me laugh, dude? Is what? When, uh, from the show last week, when I talked to we, when we got asked about me performing, and I was like, "Yeah, you got to be my hype man, bro," because I was like, "Because I'm gonna run on stage," and you're, and I keep going, and you're like, the "Fuck, running on stage." Fuck yeah! Then I rip my shirt off and I crowd and I get on the speaker and I fucking crowd dive. And nobody catches you. Nobody catches me. Hey, you know you what <laughs> I was listening to the show and I was fucking. I was making the left turn and that's when that part came up and I started laughing. I almost fucking hit the center with fucking center divider. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the ALRG Beer Podcast is not responsible for any accidents that may occur while you're listening to the ALRG Beer Podcast. Yeah. Copyright 2021. <laughs> Say habla espanol. Fucking. Berto was on the. Uh, Beto was on the. Beto put Birdo. a story. Berto. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm used to calling myself that, so, and uh, he put his he put a uh, something by the water. I'm like, go take a dip, dog. He's like, I have before. <laughs> you know he would. You no, know he, he would. would huh? <laughs> hey, he was uh, Frankie J. Did the yeah, with on Saturday. Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's dope. Hey, we're gonna have to recruit Beto to do the the intro for the. Here we gotta and write now. it down. We gotta work on it right now. For the here and now album. Oh. Yes, dude. So we can be like have a bunch of people. Like, 
ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and for the first time on stage. Okay. <laughs> coming like, off their coming off their Universal Tour of 2021. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go dress like fools were dressed in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? With the fucking rock wear. You know what I'm gonna dress like, dude? You know what I'm gonna come out dress like? I'm gonna come out dress like like Bob Ross, bro. Oh, fuck. I'm bell bottoms on me with a polyester shirt that's only buttoned up like just below my chest. Got my chest hair hanging out. I ain't got a lot, but I'm, I'm gonna darken it up. And I get a medallion, bro. Like the one you're wearing. Well, it's just gonna okay. say here and now. It's gonna be here and yeah. it's gonna say here and now. Here Anybody and now that wants, hey, everybody that wanna be an artist and don't have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the podcast, <laughs> all in the live videos. <laughs> Come to here and now. <laughs> I still play that from time to time. What, here and now? Yeah. That too, but that Suge Knight speech. Oh, that's a good one, man. Hey, that you did that shit in the middle of New York, Doug. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody was happy that he did that. I'm not even talking about no. New York. I'm talking about the crew he was with. Uh, they were with it too. They were like, yeah. Only after they left. Only, only after, after they, they left. left. Only after they left, they ran. Oh fuck! I got the worst toothache. Oh, well, that bitch out. Your face is hurting me too. Ah, hey, you can't talk Gela. to the talk to the future, uh, future uh, executive, future I'm choreographer. Going. I'm the choreographer of the here and now stepping team. Hey, so who would be? Who do you think would be good? Uh, good candidates. I want to say Shadow. I was Shadow just going to say the, that Shadow could be the deep voice guy. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Soy sombra. Soy sombra. 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 You know what I mean? And then, um... And then during the commercial break... For the guy that can't sing and can't dance, like, he can't do them both at the same time. He can only do one. I don't know. That's a good... That's a good, uh... That's a good question. And the interlude is gonna be... It's me and my shadow. There you go. As long as I be hollow. There you go. He's singing that shit. The there you remember go. I called yeah. him, remember I called him Shadow Va- Vandros, dude? Shadow Vandros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, we're talking about... We're going to talk about Jay-Z. The, Run it. Run the it. fucking video that I sent you of Cameron when they were going back and forth. And Cameron... This is like a reply to a diss that didn't even, he didn't even have to fucking say something back. He just played Biggie's lyrics and then he played Jay-Z's lyrics, which it was a lot of fucking songs that he fucking jacked bars from, bro. Coming to you, coming coming from you as a, as a MC, if somebody said a couple lines from a couple of your songs, would you be mad about it? Or would you be like, oh, okay, this fool listened to it. And he, he, you know, it's like paying respects. You know what I'm saying? I'd be flattered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be flattered? Yeah, but so I think... If, from if what I heard, though... Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me. Um, but from what I heard, that wasn't just a couple songs, bro. And it wasn't just it was, Biggie. It was, uh... What was it? KRS? Was it KRS? No, it wasn't KRS. No, it was... It was, it was uh, it was Nas? Yeah, Nas and 
It was one more. Um, There's two more now. Nas. Yeah, but they were they were hitters, bro. They and were it, fucking and hitters. so, like, my thing is, he did it so much. How many other lines did he use in there that we really didn't catch? Yeah, or songs been in here. I don't know, man. It's a trip. I mean, but, he did have a point. It's not like he rapped the entire song, but some of them were the hooks. Yeah, but that's when that's when they said, "I'm not a writer. I'm a I'm not a I'm a I'm a writer, not a biter." Shit like that. And but Cameron really he that fool went in on that one. I gotta give him his props on that one. Like that fool did probably did he his did, homework. He did his homework, or somebody did. That's the interesting part, dude. Someone is a lyricist, dude. Not a person that necessarily writes it. Yeah, but they're a person that pays attention to pays attention to words, and they well, figure that uh, shit out. Well, if you think about it, like if you listen to some Jays first and they're biggies, like you kind of. Oh shit! I heard this somewhere else, and then it just comes to mind. Yeah. Look at he took he took a whole fucking song from Pop. Yeah. All I need in the is me and my girlfriend. Macaulay. And Pac didn't like him. Pac didn't like him. That's, that's what, what I said was... too. That, that's what what's the name say? He didn't like him. <clears throat> that's one thing I'll never get. Why did Pac have beef with Jay? That's one thing I don't never. I know. have no idea. I have no oh, idea. Was... And then I also, and then I, I never heard anything other than Pac referencing it, but uh, the Chino XL thing. Oh yeah. Like and I knew Chino who Chino Excel. XL was. I knew who Chino XL was before that diss. But yeah. I don't know why he dissed him and why they had beef. The Fugees, too. Something happened on the stage or something. He had beef with uh, PM Don. And I think uh-huh. he had beef with Q-Tip. Q-Tip from Crab Call Quest. Yeah. I think that had to do with uh, Poetic Justice, though. Yeah, and uh, it was... Fuck, I think something happened. You're right. Something happened in the stage. I know something happened in the stage with PM Don. I think it was PM Don, bro. Was it? Because Pac was no, performing and they rushed quest. It was a Tribe Called Quest. Pac was supposed to perform. Tribe Called Quest's performance went long and he kind of kicked them off the stage. Yes. And then there was beef between him and PM Don where I think he rushed the stage and threw one of the guys off the stage with PM Don. I might not have been Pac, but that's what I thought of. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, that's that was Karis one. That was Karis one in PM Don, I believe. Yeah. Not bad. Remember we were talking about battles back in the days, KRS and all them fools. Yeah. Remember in the in the beef DVD, the documentary where he's like, "Man, I got a fucking verse for every fucking hot song out there that I could just destroy." You think that was like true? I think in his mind, yeah. Yeah, because I you know don't think now. That, I mean, I mean, I could say every song I did is dope, but you or somebody else might not think that. Yeah, that's true. But you think KRS One could hang with any of these fools nowadays? Lyrically, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a lyricist, bro. He could destroy. That's why when Nelly went at him, I was like, "What the fuck's Nelly doing?" Nelly was gonna sing rap. And put a band-aid on him. <laughs> hey man, Nelly when that uh that song uh, number one, that was a fucking good 
That was a hit, bro. I didn't care for that one. No? Not, none, none, none of Nelly's songs you really care for? I like Hot in here. I like the song. I didn't like the rap. I like the beat. beat was slapping. Which one? Oh, Instinct. That was not. Nah, yeah. That, that, was, yeah. that was done by the... I think that was done by Pharrell on the Neptunes. Oh, man. Hey, man. Pharrell on the... Fuck, bro. The I Neptunes was, were sick, dude. They were sick production. Big Pimpin'. Uh, what was the other one? Give it to me. That no, Jay-Z before song? that. Before that, he, they did songs with that fool that dissed uh, Drake. Uh, what's his name? Um, Pusha? Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha. Pusha they T. had one beat that was like... Dude, that shit was hard as fuck, man. Like, yeah, that that shit uh, was even dope. that song they did for uh, Ludacris. Which mm-hmm. one, dude? Cadillac, real Cadillacs, like real. Real. Look at my, all my Cadillacs, real. That yeah. that beat is hard, homie. Yeah, did you like Ludacris? Yeah, I like I like early Ludacris. His first, I like his. Uh, I like first, very, first, very first album. Yeah, yeah, that fool was. Uh, yeah, Ludacris is underrated, bro. Like. You know who's underrated, at least in my in my um in my mind? Who? An outcast. Uh yeah and no. They they had their they had their run. They had a fucking great run, bro. Yeah, they did. Um, I could honestly say they have some. I, I've never been like disappointed with any, even their nope. solo albums. I was never disappointed with any of the work. No, even uh, what's his name, uh, Big Boy's um, Sir Lucius Left Foot or whatever it was. That was a good album. Yeah, yep. Even the the shit they released like in the late fucking um, when they each re- released their own solo. Oh, on, in that package was it the love uh, the speaker box and the love below or some shit? Yeah, doom, doom, doom. That shit was that yeah. shit was fucking dope, dog. When is that prototype song was good for- too. That song prototype. Yeah. I yeah, think hey, you, you know, are the one. You know what I was listening to? I don't even know if our listeners probably listen to this, but I was fucking listening to the Goody Mob the other day. Goody Mob is hard, homie. Yeah, I like that song they did with uh, with Outcast. You got to get up, get out, get something. Um, don't let your yes. whole life pass by. Yes. And people don't know that fucking CeeLo was from the fucking Goody Mob, dude. You know what people don't know? CeeLo was from the Goody Mob, but CeeLo also wrote a bunch of hit songs, bro, before becoming famous as a solo artist, dude. Yeah. You know he sang background vocals on Don't uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? On Waterfalls by TLC? No. That's him singing background vocals on that song, bro. I'm going to have to listen to that. That dude can sing, dude. Yeah. Really? Yep. The only reason I, I brought this up because my kids were listening to CeeLo like all oh, his not new shit but like his most recent stuff. I like Nara's Barkley like, better than his solo shit. <laughs> yeah, Nara's Barkley. <laughs> Bar- Nara's Barkley was hard, Harvey. I like that shit. <laughs> what was that song that was on the radio a lot of his? Because uh, I'm crazy. That, hey, that shit was hard, bro. What's the other one they did though? What would you do? What would you say? Run and run away. Some shit. Yeah, they had two songs, bro. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. Nah, that shit was hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, too. Uh, I'm like, fuck you and uh, fuck yeah, that her, was, too. 
that was a that was a solo shit though. That wasn't gnarls, was it? That wasn't gnarls. Awesome. No, nah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was gnarls. No, I think it was. Yeah, I think. No, it wasn't. No, it, no, wasn't. it wasn't. It was. It was a solo yeah. shit. Yeah, because but, you know, like, that. have you ever watched the documentary for the for organized noise? No. Do you know who organized noise is? No. So organized noise is the production group. So um, that song, uh, "Can't Wait, Can't Wait," that guy singing Sleepy Brown. Yeah. So it's Sleepy Brown and two other cats. They yeah. were the production group, the production company. They did all the beats and shit yeah. for Outkast, Goody Mob, TLC. Dude, it was like they have they had a um, it was a a documentary on Netflix called The Art of Organized Noise. Yeah. And it had it talked about how they started with Outcast in the dungeon, and the dungeon was this fucking house that had a basement, but the basement was dirt. Yeah, and that's where they recorded the first Outcast album. Yeah, that's why oh, uh, was it on uh, Ain't No Thing? Because like just having a smoke out in the dungeon with Mary Jane. Yeah. Um, so they that that first album hit, then they started producing all these other people, dude. It, dude, it's a trip, dude. I didn't know how many songs in the early '90s, early to early to late '90s, bro, and even to, to into the 2000s. The only album they didn't produce of Outcast was the that double album. Yeah. Al- yeah, that Outcast, was... Outcast kind of dogged them out at that point. Yeah, but the only reason I brought up Goody Mob, too, because I was listening to them, and my kids were listening to CeeLo, and uh, they're like, man, this guy's dope as fuck. I'm like, man, you little fuckers don't know nothing about this. What's that song and by I... Goody Mob? That has, like, a hard 808. Like it's like who's that peeking out my window? Yo, right. that one. Ah, fuck, I forgot the name that of shit's it. It's hard, homie. That's a goodie. That goodie mob song is hard. I had there was another one where the music video fucking CeeLo's like wearing a big old tux and like he's walking like through, he's like going through like a fuck. I forgot the name of that song, but that song fucking slaps, bro. That's that shit, like, dude, man. Who's, he's a weird. He's a weird fucking guy. He's a weird looking but, dude, just as uh, his presence when he had him in like that top hat and shit. Oh man, <laughs> that guy's creepy looking, bro. <laughs> uh, hey man, but he's fucking dope, man. Goody Mob, bro. Like yeah, people don't Goody know Mom's him, man. Goody, Goody Mob's underrated, sick, I think. I put them up there like Goody Mob, like Slum Village too. Slum Village is a good group, bro. That doesn't get a lot of shine. I like Slum Village a lot. Who was the one that uh that Scott Storch produced his early, early hits? It had Eric. I think it was Eric about It's Eric Badu. Eric Badu singing that song. It was a group. It Wasn't was that the group. Roots? The Roots, bro. The Roots. Hey, I was listening to that shit. That was that shit's hard as fuck, dude. Uh, you know what song I like from the Roots, and it sucks because it's only like a minute. I think it's less than a minute. I think it's a minute or a minute and a half. Um, living in a new world. Put on, listen to it. Put on your boombox. Come on outside. It's a new play. We living in a new world. And then the guy goes, they got high power lenses on the cameras outside. He's talking about being watched by the feds. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, shit. Yeah, that yeah, dude. Yeah. That beat is hard, dude. That beat is banging, dog. And then it was only like a minute and a half. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? No second verse. It was only one verse. The guy was singing the hook twice, and that's it. That's, that's my favorite not- root song. 
bro, they don't make that shit like this no more, man. Yeah. They don't fucking even like Wu Tang shit, bro. Like Wu Tang was fucking crazy, dog. Yeah, I like Wu Tang yeah. a lot. I like the L Michaels affair. Yeah, I don't know if you know who that is. L Michaels affair. That's a they they redo the Wu Tang music with with live oh, instrumentation. Shit. Yeah, that shit's hard. Uh, there's another cool. dude that does uh, does that too. His name is Will Sessions. Yeah, he did. The, he redid with live instrumentation. He redid the. Nas uh, Illmatic album. Ah, fuck. What's that guy's name that did it? He was a drummer. Uh, fuck. He's from LA, I think. But that fucker, like, during the early 2000s, no, the late 2000s, that fool was, like, on everybody's remix fucking drum shit. Like, just playing that shit with drums. He was on the game. Travis Parker. That fool was... He did like a whole bunch of even songs that I didn't like. Yeah. But when he played them, I was like, "Damn, bro, that shit sounds way different." Yeah, he was some. He's from Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. He did like he remixed like Soldier Boys. Yep. Um, I seen that one. You, yeah. dude. Yeah. That, hey. He did the game's Dope Boys. The Dope Boys in the building. Yeah. That was a great song right there. And. uh Oh, bro, he just did a whole bunch. Kanye's he's uh, with one of the, he's with one of the Kardashians now, bro. Yeah, he is. Yes, but you know who his baby mama is, right? No, Oscar De La Hoya's baby mama. They share the same baby mama. Oh, I don't even know who she is. Uh, no, she was like a Playboy model or something like that. Oh, uh, what's crazy, dude? That dude survived that plane crash, bro. Yes, yes. Hey man, hey. DJ survived. Uh, survived that plane crash and then that DJ like OD'd a year later yeah hey you wanna hear some trippy shit I was gonna send it to you the other day but I didn't send it to you um bro I was on uh the remember the guy I was talking to the art of dialogue I think the art of dialogue well anyways I think there's an interview a big interview that's gonna come out with uh with Danny Boy you know Danny Boy yep man bro um that would be one person aside from this I would love to have on the show because his story is just yeah have you seen any of his interviews I have that's that's what I was going to right now I saw the one I saw in its entirety the one that he did with Vlad yeah Um, that's the first one I saw yeah he did with Vlad like when they when he like broke down when he was looking at the books that what they were charging him they even put like a fucking I remember he said he saw a hamburger on that fucking list and he saw his mom's funeral on that shit, like, and he broke down fucking crying, bro. Like, like yeah, that's nuts, you know, man. Yeah, but anyways, I guess some shit popped off with um, with him, with Danny Boy and Suge Knight's son, and oh, like okay. some some back and forth shit going on. Like, like Danny Boy was like going back. He's like, cause Suge Knight, I think Suge Knight just signed over all the music rights to Ray J. Oh no shit! Some, huh? He signed something over, but it was a big deal. How did he still have music rights if he doesn't own the masters or anything not, like that? Not, not music rights. It was some. Suge Knight signed something over to Ray J. That's very important. Maybe his story. Maybe his story rights. Yes, something. But Suge Knight signed it over, and uh, Danny Boy, like they were talking shit to Danny Boy, and uh, Danny Boy was like, "Yo, yeah, your daddy didn't know that your little weak ass couldn't fucking handle this, so he just had somebody else fucking handle it for him." But bro, they were going back and forth, bro. Like even uh, Storm, 
Stormy? Uh, sh- uh, isn't that Dre and Suge? No, no, that's Michelle. No, who's Stormy the Daniel? No, it's not Stormy Daniels. That's a chick that fucking. What do you call it? Messed around with Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to fucking to all the mistresses. But hey, um, no, her name is like something. It's Storm. Storm. She was part of Death Row. No, some girl named Storm. Wasn't they that the one that was? Storm. They oh, call me Storm from the day I was yeah. born. I don't know that. That's probably when I stopped listening to Death Row. But her name is La Stormy. On La the, Stormy. L A Stormy or some Stormy, but she's Shug Knight's baby mama. And Less she jumped me. in the she jumped in the mix too, and uh, man, they were just going back and forth. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy, they dude. were like, yeah, like they pull up. Danny boy's like, pull up, I'll whoop your little ass, friend. <laughs> Yo, that shit was comedy, man. But I don't know. I guess something's. I guess Death Row just was just sold again. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah, Death Row could have been could have had more like a rep. You know, if you look at the overall time Death Row was around, dude, and their catalog, yeah, it it could have been more. It could have been so much more. Oh yeah. Do you think if I don't know if I asked you this? Do you think if uh, Shug wouldn't have been with that bullshit and he still would have been with Dre, he would have been part of Beats or something to do with it? Um. I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's a really good question, actually. Um, I don't... Like if, I think it, it depends on what the dynamic between their friendship would have been. Right? Because Jimmy, Iveen, and Dre have, like, a close relationship. They're good friends. I can't speak to the relationship that Dre and Suge had in the beginning. Um, but seeing how it fell apart and how it it seemed like it was nothing I don't think they I don't think it would have happened it didn't, I don't see them I didn't see them as being good friends I see Suge taking an opportunity an opportunity taking it and then you know say realizing that hey I, I have all this star power I don't need you anymore and it just kind of went down it went down the drain after that because of you know choices and drama and Tupac getting killed if Tupac wouldn't have got killed Death Row would have lasted a little bit longer, bro. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I was gonna say that. If Tupac was, if Tupac and Suge were still, like a, you know, Death Row, Suge, do you think Suge would have gotten into the shit that he got into now? Yeah, because I don't think Tupac would have stood at Death Row. You don't think so? Nope, not at all. I think Pac. I think Pac was. I, for the time I, Pac was there, Pac was cool. there. But I think, as anybody, that's a grown ass man that has some kind of smarts, that has some kind of um, vision to where they want to go, that has some kind of plans for themselves. They don't stay in one place at one time. And I think Pac was using Death Row as a stepping stone take care of his legal business, make some money, and get on with his shit. But still be part of some something with death row. I don't think so, bro. No? Nope. Somebody told me this. They're like, hey, man, this, this is what was told to me. <clears throat> they told me this. Hey, man, if Pac was alive, he would have bailed out Suge Knight. 
remember Shug's bail was like 25 million. I don't even think he would have had that amount of money if he would have stood with Death Row. He didn't have money when he died, dog. His mom had a fight to get that, to get those, all that royalties and shit that was due to him. And that shit's still making money nowadays, dog. Yeah. That now shit is, is the still. Death, now, is the Death Row catalog making money like that still? Do you think? <clears throat> I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I mean, it's making some money, but not... Like so, big, I, big. I, be, I, be, I believe that the chronic was put in. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the the chronic was put into the Library of Congress. Yes, it was. What is that Library of Congress? Library Library of Congress is like where it's the place that holds all copyrights and patents. And, and so, if the end of our civilization would come, and somebody on another on another planet would come down and wanted to learn about our literature and music and whatnot, they would go to the Library of Congress and find out who we were, uh, as, as far as the United States goes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Damn. Like that? Yeah. So they're saying, oh. by putting those in there, they're saying that it's 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 a historical artifact that should, that should last for lifetimes. There's writings oh, from... There's writings from people that have put, been put in the Library of Congress as this is something that's, um, and you know, an example of our society, and we can't get can't we get rid of that. Fuck, damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, so the fucking Here and Now album is gonna be in that bitch. Here and now. Mm-hmm. ALR, ALR's solo album. Yes. Entitled Careless Whispers. In my ears. <laughs> hey, you know how, hey, you know how you name your album Hard Times? Yeah. I'm going to do, it's going to call Soft Times. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I love Soft. jams. Soft Times. I love jams. Hey, you know what? I got vision. I got vision. You know how you I, Outca- Outcast did a solo and they put it together? Yeah, you do GPA's hard times and ALR soft times in one, bro. Ooh, hard and, ooh, hard and soft. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hard and soft, baby. <laughs> hey, man, not to get off track. Hey, you know what I was going to tell you? Did you see what DJ Quick did? No. <laughs> He got a fucking royalty check from Death Row when he birthed it. I think it was like a hundred dollars or something. Oh yeah, when he did it in the, uh, the barbecue, right? That little ass barbecue. <laughs> and it wasn't. He, I, I seen that one. He wasn't just calling out Death Row. He was calling out like a lot of people for not giving him his credit. Hey, he wrote something for fuck. Who was it? That he had a he had a part to do with somebody's album, bro. That I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Quit. I, I was think like it was too. Nelly's album. Maybe percussion on Hot in Here. He played percussion on it. I think. Yes, yes. I was like, the fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Fuck. Who tune was it? Um, remember the Saint Lunatics? Yeah, it's a Midwest thing. Yeah, I don't really care for him too much, dude. 
the other folks and the other dudes ended up suing Nelly. Because <laughs> he didn't push them. They ain't the number one. He, he wasn't, they weren't their, his number one star. Well, that's what usually happens, bro, when you have, when you're a fucking top selling artist and you, you try to, you have a pot, you get a posse, you try to bring a posse with you. But they're not, some of them are just not hungry. No. Perfect example D12. D12. They do. You, do you think D12 as a if had the potential to be better than better than Eminem? Honestly, D12. The members or the whole group? The group. Better do you than think Eminem? the group? Do you think the group had potential to make it bigger than Eminem? No. no. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. I I I only like fucking proof from B12 um, yeah like their first album what was it uh fuck Devil's Night or something no that was the second one the first one B12's album that shit was fucking pretty dope yeah had a lot of M- a lot of Eminem production you know what I'm saying so I think when they're artists like that they try to hang they try to hang on to it like I'm riding with this person so my momentum is not gonna fall off I think the only time that the artist got bigger than the person that put them out would, would have to be, in my opinion, would have to be like Dog Pound. What do you mean? Because Dog Pound didn't have the star power or the record sales of Dr. Dre. They didn't have the star power or the, or the star power of the record sales of Snoop. What mm-hmm. albums were they featured on as part of the posse? It was the Chronic mm-hmm. and Doggy style. And then once Dog Food came out, they were bigger than those two guys. I think just because Daz was more musically talented than Snoop or Dre, and lyrically corrupt is a fucking beast. You know what I'm so saying? So wait a minute. So you saying that they were bigger than fucking Dre and Snoop? I think so. After that album, hey, fuck that dog. Dog food? Hey, that's a yep. fuck. Yep. Dude. So if you had to pick one album to listen to all the time. You have Doggy Style, The Chronic, or Dog Food. Which one do you pick? That's a hard choice. Right off the it's top, I'll crazy. tell you. I, 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 right off the top, I'll tell you. Take The Chronic out. Uh, dog Food and um, Dog Food and Doggy Style are like two of my favorite albums. Do so you think The Chronic is overhyped? No, I think The Chronic did did excellent. I think Chronic is a is a it's a classic album. I think it's a West you, Coast classic. Yeah. Or oh, let me ask you this. Do you think Easy Ease, It's Andre 187 Killer kind of fucked up the Chronic a little bit? I still think Chronic overall is a better album. Than Easy Ease. Yep. Are you speaking lyrically wise or beat wise, production wise? Or I'm just saying fun? overall album to album. I think the Chronic's still a better album. You gotta remember, dude. Uh, it's on. It's on was an EP. It only had what five songs. Eight. The Chronic had what thirteen. Yeah. Interludes. It had. It yielded yeah. what Dre Day. Um, Let me ride. Uh, what's the other one? The the intro. Well, but I'm talking about like shit that hit the radio. Oh. that had videos for it. 
I don't love Easy. I don't love Jerry Hill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that shit. Hey, man, that shit was hard as fuck. <laughs> that was a hard ass intro. Dude, so I now, guess. now when I'm looking at like, I think I'll take dog food over doggy style. Ooh, bro, that's 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 a fucking tough one. I'm. I think dog. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. That's where you saw more of Daz's production. It was Daz. That album was Daz. You and the, and the Chronic was Daz too, and and Doggy Style was Daz, but it wasn't like all of it, and you didn't know it was Daz. No, because Drake took all the credit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who would you pick as your producer to produce a song for you? Not Drake. Drake's not in this. But who would you pick if you're gonna pick one? Would you pick Daz, or would you pick DJ Quick? For my type of music that I rap mm-hmm. to, I mm-hmm. pick Daz. Daz? Yeah. No knock on DJ Quick, because I think DJ Quick is a is a phenomenal producer. But I don't mm-hmm. think my style would fit with his. So what, what, what trips me out, these guys are great fucking producers. Fucking great, bro. Like, I, I, I'm starting to see it now. Like, Daz is a fucking amazing producer. He produced a lot of shit that he never got credit for. DJ Quick produced a lot of shit he didn't get credit for. And that, in a way, I think they're better producers than Dr. Dre, but they're not at that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, uh, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll say this, dude, and I'll and I'll be honest. I think Dre has an ear for hits. Does he? Look at his track record, bro. Dre knows how to put a song together. He knows how to get the people to play what he wants, gets it, puts a song together. Production is dope, and it, it, it's a hit. He has this, he had a span of time where it was a hit, right? Yeah. He knows he knew what sells. I mean, look at the track record. You had NWA, you had the Chronic, you had fucking what do you call it, um, Doggy Style. He had fucking um, All Eyes on Me. Whether you want to admit it or not, he helped put majority of that together. Who did? You know what I'm saying? Dre did. But I think it was more Daz. It was Daz that played the shit, but it was Dre that kind of put it together until a certain point where he was out. I think, you I know think what Dre, I- Dre was the draw that got Pac over to Death Row to begin with, bro. And you know I'm not a Dre. I'm not like a super Dre, Dre fan. But in reality... Yeah. Dre brought a lot to the table and people wanted to fuck with Dre because it's Dr. Dre. Look at fucking was it here. Yeah, look at Eminem, dog, 50 Cent. Like, he only fucks with somebody at least once, maybe one time. Chronic 2001. Like, he only fucks with them one time and he moves on, but whatever he fucks with, it's, it's, it has hits. They said that in all his interviews, they say if, if Dre doesn't feel like you're putting in the same energy of work that he is, he'll fucking drop you like a bad habit yep and how many records has he done t- with people twice that's a that's I don't think he has what do you mean records like songs or just complete records like solo albums like did he ever do a, a straight solo front to back Snoop Dogg album ever again no right Mm-mm. did he he did produced he... tracks for tracks but not front to back but like the Eminem show some shady EP. Did he ever 
was he on that front to back? I don't think he. I don't. I think he was. After that, I don't think he was on front to back on everything. I think his first, the first three albums he was. The Eminem front to back. What do you mean, production wise? Yeah, like yeah, I know for the for the Slim Shady EP, that was fucking, that was Dre. The next one, I'm not sure if that was completely Dre. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't completely Dre on the production wise, but Dre had always had an input on all his mm-hmm. albums. Mm-hmm. He always had an input, and there was always a Dre song. I think Dre really, fucking really liked Eminem. Like he was like, I think it was a workhorse dude. He put his chips in it because he even said it, man. I was like taking a big risk with this guy. Yeah. And Eminem was like, I don't know, man. Like they say his uh. I don't know where the fuck I was. Oh, I was listening to an interview with um, Akon, where he yeah. was talking about he was talking about Eminem. Like he had to go look for him. He went to Detroit to go look for him because he couldn't get a hold of him, and um, found him. Found one of his friends, somebody that knows him. They linked him up, right? They talked, and uh, he said that he got him on that song that uh, Akon did. Um, fuck, what's the name of that song? Fuck it, M is on it. And uh, he said that he went to go record that and M treated his that shit like it was his job. Like he'll go work from like eight to five. He'll take a lunch, come back, and that's it. Like you won't catch him in the studio like I've been at and shit. Like that's like how he handles it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. start start work at eight. And then, but as as Dre goes, Dre's be in the motherfucking studio for days. But, but that's his job. There's a difference Ooh, between a recording. There's a difference between a recording artist and somebody that's either producing or engineering something. Yeah, you're behind the scenes, bro. Like if we film a movie, I'm an actor, and we film the movie. You're the director. I come in, I film my parts, I go home. You continue yeah. to work on that piece to bring it all together to to be the product that you envisioned it to be. That's why when Pac was giving the outlaws that uh, speech, remember that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's like, we ain't got the time or the luxury, you know, to be doing, just laying around fucking doing nothing. Like, just, if you got to rap, go in the fucking booth, spit that shit. If you got to rap, go in there and spit that shit. And then just, that's it. It's laid down. And then you got the people that love being in the studio. Fuck with the drums. Fuck with all that shit. Like, yep. the work ethic. That's, yep. that's not your that's, job. You go in there, you spit rhymes. Now, if you're co-producing or, you know what I'm saying? That's a different story. This is what I'm looking for. You get it done, and then you work. Then you work on on the final product. I'm a guy that I like to be in the studio, even if I'm not recording, bro. If I dig yeah. the person's music, or I dig the person's beats, or I dig the the chemistry they got going, I like to sit and watch that. I think yeah. it's dope. Yeah. Um. So let's just say that you fucking started. You know, you you went on, kept rapping and shit like that. Would you? have would you be the type of guy that would be in the studio all day long if that was my job yeah i would yeah but you said it from from family time though obviously yeah but if i would have if i would have if i would have continued if things would have rolled out the way i would have planned them to i probably wouldn't have had a family right now really yeah Things never, things in my career, things in my quote unquote career never went, never went as planned. So I never, 
started to reap the benefits of my my labor, my work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're talking like, man, I just picture, uh, fuck, who I was I listening to? Um, fuck, it was, I think it was the art gnome. They were interviewing, uh, remember Frank Alexander, Tupac's bodyguard? Mm-hmm. They were interviewing his niece. Remember the one that went to the studio with Pac, the one that was in the wheelchair? Mm-hmm. Dude, I heard her talking sh- a gang of shit. You heard her? And yeah. she was, and she was like, I think, hey man, props to her, respect to her, because she, it was, I, after I heard that, I was like, oh shit, it wasn't what I envisioned, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When she said, when Frank Alexander said that he flew them out, she's like, nah, they ain't fucking fly us out. It was me that she paid for all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And when uh, when she said that Pac was reaching out to them more than when Frank was, like that shit was a trip, bro. Yeah, like trip. And then she was talking about Pac's work ethic. And it's always like, if you hear something about somebody, if you hear it from more than three people and it's all the same, most likely it's going to be true. Yeah. Like Pac's work ethic was just fucking... I don't think there's anybody in this rap game now that has that work ethic, bro. You could think about I, it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, no. I don't know, man. I think there's probably still people that do. We just don't know. You know what I'm saying? They might not be ah. mainstream. They're not maybe making money out of it, but or like making a gang of money out of it. But I think there's some people that grind. Um. Yeah, I just don't like. Pac, Pac knew something was coming to record that much, and he needed to get everything out before it was too late. But I just picture it must be hard fucking doing like three, four songs in a day. Yeah, you. I would think you recycle some verses. I've heard some stuff that Pac has done, and some of it sounded recycled. And I've heard other ones before too, like. Um, what was it? <sighs> bomb first. I want to say bomb first and troublesome have similar lyrics. When he talks about his pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, you know, it does happen. You know, and when you're trying to pump that amount of stuff out, probably some stuff should have never, I was never planned to see the light of day. Like, I have papers, bro, that I, I would write back in the day, and I'd have one verse written, like, five different times. And so I got it where it felt good. I think Pot did that shit on the mic. Like, he worked through what he was working through, and was like, that's the one. He had variations of what he was trying to say. You know what I'm saying? So he, and then, yeah, he, just trying to capitalize on for money, they, they started pushing some of that shit out. See? I, fuck, I, I fucking told you. I fucking told you to do that shit, remember? Write a whole bunch of verses and then just oh put god. them on different and different price oh brackets. Oh my god! You got your fucking eleven hundred dollar verses, your two thousand dollar verses, and your three thousand dollar verses, bro. Like, and then I have this other you know, book for a special price, thirty four ninety nine. Yes, I could put your name in this verse. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Chilling well, with my homie ALR. You know what I'm saying? It fits. It fits. Am I trying to you fucking beatbox? Because it sounds like I'm wow. fucking ripping ass. I thought you were sneezing. <laughs> I thought you had some kind of allergy reaction here. I was like, oh, get him a Zyrtec. 
Uh oh. Dun, dun, dun. Huh? ALR. Hey, say now we're going to commercial break. From now, from our sponsor. It's me and my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, man. No, I the know first, you for the first time only, ALR, one half of the group here and now, sings slow jams in reverse. For example, Road of the End, also known as End of the Road. The way I like, I like the way by High Five. And then he sings... Now and here. <laughs> now and here. <laughs> now and feelings here. I com- feelings I confessing. Confessing <laughs> the feeling. <laughs> confessing feeling. <laughs> forever and always. Always and forever. <laughs> hey, LR. Yeah, bro. RLA. LA now. Now and here. <laughs> Yo, we're about to make it big, dog. LA Rams. It's about to. LA Rams. Hey, the Super Bowl is gonna be in fucking in uh right here in uh at that SoFi Stadium. What the fuck is called? Bro, I got four words for you. Who gives a budge? Hey, careless. Hey, we got. Hey, we're gonna be. Hey, did you see how much it. Raider tickets were, bro? <laughs> fuck, bro, bro. That shit is fucking ridiculous. Dude. I think I seen one as high as like eight hundred and sixty-four dollars, bro. Fuck no, dude. I don't know what you're looking. It was on ESPN.com, dude. Today they had it. They had out of the top ten secondary um, sold tickets in the NFL. Six of them were Raider tickets. Fuck, they're about to make money, dog. The I think the Brady and. I think the Tampa Bay and the Chiefs one was going for over a thousand dollars. The Raider ones, some of the cheapest ones I saw was like fifteen hundred bucks. You don't know That's people, dog. When you okay. said, when you said, hey, you don't know people. Zone, it's, eh? huh, the end zone is like it's going to be like supposedly going to have like a bar like a and fucking like a fucking club, bro. Yeah, those each ticket is like ten racks. Exclusive. That too. <laughs> hey, dude, the fucking podcast, the album is gonna be blowing up. Fucking Mark Davis. We're gonna is perform gonna fucking... live. We're gonna perform Mark live da- with three yeah. people in the crowd, bro. Yeah, it's great. Mark Davis just hit me up on the line and said, Hey, we want you and GPA to be on there on the also fucking known as, also known as Davis Mark. Davis He's like ALR GPA in the stadium. What? You get no more fucking lift than that. I, I I want you to record your podcast on the fifty yard line, so the whole world can hear you guys ramble and talk about nothing. Exactly. Hey, but people still like it. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. We have three yeah. tickets available. Three for social distancing. <laughs> Hey, that shit's about to come up, huh? What? No, like, is it June 15th? Like, we're not, we don't have to wear masks anymore? Oh, yeah. At least outdoors. Hey, you know what? The thing that you talked about, that we did a quarantine edition, didn't we? 
quarantine. I think we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I think you did. I didn't. Oh, I, I told you to fucking say sanitation. Sanitation. <laughs> you was on a you had TB and you was on a sanitarium, not sanitation. <laughs> I told you what anyways, told you to me. I had TB and I was on sanitation. That's not what I said, man. <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, hey, but what I fucking did with you in Freedom Town? <laughs> that was. But the Ramanga hit? That was nothing? <laughs> See, we're, dude, we're quoting more Scarface quotes than, than Titanic, bro. I liked it when that. But what was that dude? Case in point. The Manolo? dude that was in the car? No, the dude Which that was sitting in the car. The one that gets killed in the helicopter. Oh, uh, Omar? Omar, that fool sitting there fucking with that little shit. <laughs> what you know about cocaine, nah? Big man. About three hundred, four hundred, fifty bucks. That guy, dude. That guy's a good. Uh, that guy's a good actor. Yeah, he is. He is. But Scarface was mad, huh? They were working in the coffee shop. <laughs> I retire. I gotta hey. look up for my investments. Hey, when the fucking show hits and we're fucking like just the bank is just stacking up, we're gonna do that shit to everybody. Hey, we retire. I don't know, man. I'd be scared to. I don't think I can do a podcast for a job, bro. Honestly, I'd have to work still. Yeah, I'd go crazy, dude. Well, I think if I was even balling, bro, if I was a baller, like if I didn't have to work, I'd still go do something to work, just something that like, what do you do with your tongue, bro? Fucking your problem, bro. That's nasty. Hey, so let me ask you this: You hit the fucking lotto, fucking three, four hundred million dollars. Take with you, okay? After taxes and all that shit, you'll never hear from me first. again. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Hey. You'll never hear from me again. Hey, I, I, I hit you up. Hey, we still recording today? It says message not delivered. <laughs> and uh, you know, it'll have it'll have those dots going like this. <laughs> for like oh, yeah. for like five years <laughs> every time you go that message is going to be like like I'm typing <laughs> or the, uh, on your Instagram user not found <laughs> right gone <laughs> literally I disappear bro I'm getting off the map you can't do that fool well, yeah, I can't yeah, nah, they're gonna, I mean you'll be seen somewhere no, I won't. How would I be seen? If I have enough money to live off for the rest of my life, I could buy some fat-ass piece of land somewhere, grow my own food, not have to worry about shit, and, and live there for the rest of my life. How about fucking sanitation, man? <laughs> no sanitarium, homie. I, grow my, I build my own sanitarium. I disappear, yeah. bro. I'll be gone. You'd see a cloud of smoke, and I'm gone, doc. All you would see is this background. <laughs> Send me hand me a paper and I'll be all <laughs> <laughs> How about you? If you won three hundred million dollars, what would you do? Shit, I don't think God would allow me to do that, dog, because that'd be a bad motherfucker, dude. <laughs> first thing I would do, first thing I'd fucking hire a hitman. Be the first thing I fucking do. I'm hiring a hit squad. And you fucked up no. by it. Why would you? Why would you do that? Because then at that point you get caught in a repo act. It's on your money. Oh, never mind. Let me take that back. Ah, 
I don't know, dude. I do something. Fuck, I don't know, bro. I, I would probably do the same. Disappear. Hey, <laughs> hey, like a Scarface. You know what I want to do? I want to. I want to have a line of jeans with my name <laughs> on the back of chicks' asses. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I would want to do, bro. Make the check out to Montana Realty Company. Oh, yeah. Hey, he didn't go down for that. He did not go down for that. No, he died. But for that, he got killed for that. He got killed for that. For that case. No, he died. I know, but they were just going to hit him with tax evasion. That's it. He died, though. He lost. He took an L. In order for him to get off that charge, he got he went and tried to go blow up that dude, which he didn't do. He let him shoot the other guy's guy. Came back and got fucking lynch mobbed, don't we? He got killed. I think Scarface could have fixed that. We talked about it on the last show, but I don't think on so, bro. Show, he killed his he guy, bro. T- I know, but if he would have, I would have lied. I would have said, "Hey, dude, something happened to your guy." Then you would have got killed even faster. No, hold on, hold on. I would have been like, "Dude, well, wait." There's more. Yeah, wait, there's more to the story. Your guy got fucking popped, bro. But check this out, man. I'm going to avenge him, and I'm going to get that other fool. It's going to be done. Oh, he has a lot of security. I don't give a fuck. He's going to get it. You know what I'm saying? He fucking said, don't you, don't ever fuck me over. No, don't I, don't think you, I don't think it would have. Damn. Look, how do I know you're not a chibato? <laughs> Alright. Oh, you hey. so- <laughs> so- so- <laughs> It's Sazzle. It was Omar Suarez, huh? <laughs> what, I never you liked think Omar was a you think Omar was a Chivato because Sosa says so? so- <laughs> <laughs> all day long, bro. All day long is Scarface on me. I told you that. Hey. Now. He was pissed, bro, because he did buy. How much money did he buy worth of fucking coke? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Five million. Ten a deal for five million dollars. Hey, don't worry. I go. I go out on the street for you. Move a little oh hair. yeah. Or do a little here, do it there. No, this was like a mill here, mill there. Fucking done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he, hey, that fool called it. He's like, you know what happens if we don't have the money? He's gonna have a whole fucking firing squad. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, was fucked up, and then the Scarface he didn't open the door for his homeboy, dog. Oh yeah, Remember? Chichi, Chichi, dude, I wouldn't open the door. He was so coked out, bro. I don't even think he knew there was a door there. <laughs> he was just trying to figure out how to get in the spaceship. <laughs> he was zooming, bro. He was on. He was on some shit. I would have gone in high, bro. Right. Fuck, huh? He just killed his sister, dog. He was. A, he was. He had a death sentence, dude. He was ready to roll. Yeah, he didn't kill his sister. Fool! It was the fool that they shot his sister. Oh, he got his sister killed. Yeah, he killed oh, his, and he killed his best friend, bro. Come on, dude, that's all bad juju. Damn, fool, that's bad, bro. I kind of cried when he killed him. It was sad, bro. But yeah. homie wasn't taking care of business either. So, who Manolo? Yeah, they were trying to call him to figure out where he was at. He wasn't answering calls. He was supposed to be in charge of security when he was gone. So you think that's why they were able to break into the pad or what? No. There was just too many of them, bro. 
Oh yeah, but he could have fleed L.A. Dog, like damn, like, could have went to L.A. No. no, well that shit was filmed in L.A. So like that fool could have oh. just did, dog. I don't know, man. Our viewers know they know the story, so they probably have their own opinions. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and DM ALR with your questions regarding Scarface and its philosophy of bad choices, the cause and effect of which it caused him to get lead poisoning and drown. Do you think he died by the bullets or do you think he drowned? I used bullets, fool. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because he was fucking too. They forgot. Filled with holes. Yeah, but do you think it was because of the bullets or because of, of drowning? The fucking... Well, the bullets, bro. I don't know. I like the ending. Yeah. The universal yeah. only know. Nah. 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 And that fool's just walking down the stairs all calmly and shit. Like, and that fool's got a... He's like, oh, man, you guys got fucking blood on my rug, man. What the <laughs> shit is this? <laughs> Cut. That's a cut. Cut. <laughs> cut. Hey, but before we end the show, um, so we're talking about quarantine, and now that shit is, I, 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 it's finally, I'm not saying coming to an end, but we're starting to see something change. A lot of places are taking away masks. Costco, Bonds, you don't have to wear masks. The question is, I'm actually going to put this question for next show. Are you still gonna wear your mask even after they say you don't have to wear it no more i'd like to wear a mask this and nobody could see me yeah yeah so i'm gonna put it on the i'm gonna put it on questionnaire on the show i'm actually gonna do that tomorrow just because you got and then second one is since alr is fully vaccinated does he or does he not wear his chonies because he's vaccinated the fuck that has nothing to do <laughs> hey, you know, people want to know, bro. Okay. And what they want to know is, will GPA continue his OnlyFans after? No. We'll shut it down because less people are going to be spending money on there because they're going to be out enjoying the sunshine, the beach, sports, and quality time with their family. And the extra money that they have, they will no longer have it anymore. So no more. Attention, everybody. Get your last GP. Last call. Last call. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man. That shit's going to be weird, bro. Walking without a mask. I know, dude. Can people with bad breath still wear masks? Oh, oh, man. I haven't smelled bad breath in a year, bro. Like, honestly. <laughs> Have you ever been around somebody that has just like stinky yeah, ass breath? Yeah, dude, like straight, what's it called? Calatosis? <laughs> it's stinky ass breath. When you're smelling their feet through their mouth. <laughs> they said it, they got the Zachary disease, bro. Ooh. The Zachary disease. You, got, you know, they got that Matt, Matt Damon. Will no, their mouth smell exactly the... like their feet? <laughs> or exactly smell like exactly right. like they ass? Yeah. Ooh, stinky booty, dog. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Gucci. Gooch, dog. Gooch. Gucci, dog. <laughs> do you know what Gooch is? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, please don't. Please don't. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. We're keeping it we're keeping it single X, not triple today. 
<laughs> True. All right, fucking no gooch talk, man. All right, fuck. <laughs> well, that's the show this week. That's the show. Anybody want to shout out? Uh, shout out to the G-Funk junkies. Hey, man. Um, they be, you know, we've been talking, you know, on the group chat, but i just been so fucking busy, bro. I haven't even had time to reply. So don't Me think too. that I'm fucking, don't think that I'm trying to ignore you guys. Which is not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like today, I hit him with that smart ass remark. <laughs> you guys ain't got to take it all personal shit. I told you he didn't know. <laughs> but I said that they were a good tag team. <laughs> oh, bro. Cool, and I man. sent you the the Road Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dude. All you, right, man. man. Uh, How about you? Just uh, everybody that sent in, you know, the questions and um, G Funk Junkies and Dollar Guys Confidentials and everybody at Skeena Coffee Shop and, um, you know, countless everybody else that supports the show, fucks with us. Beto um, Perez. Beto Brown. Um, Omar. Um, yeah. Ricardo with the graphics. Oh, um, yeah. Shad Deezy. Shad Deezy. Shad Deezy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody that fucks with the show, man, appreciate it. You know, it's been a oh, hell of a um, ride. What's the homies that always share our stuff? Uh, original Chicano Rap Channel or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. SD Rap History. Um, SD Rap History. Yeah. That, um, those are some dope ass pages. Everybody go check them out, man. Show. Shout out to. Hey, man. Shout out to Nightmare, man. I haven't spoken to that dude in a minute, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to Nightmare, G Funk Junkies, just everybody in general, man. That yeah. Chicana con Safos. Yeah, shout out to Johnny. Um, we gotta get her on the show, bro. Oh, show. She um, said she's down. We just gotta set it up. So, okay. Um, well, damn, everybody, man. Madman, all the. F- oh, dude, I, I just talked to him. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> Yeah, I just talked to him today. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, what's up, dog? He's like, man, I just went fucking flying in the shitty ass weather. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, everybody, stay tuned for next week for an exclusive GPA remake of a new Kids in the Block song. New Kids in the Blocks? New Kids on the Block. The new, new kids, kids on the Block. New Kids in the Blocks. Because we are on these streets and the streets are watching. Oh fuck! Street back boys. <laughs> oh, good, the, dude. The, the street. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. ALR GPA podcast, and we out. Hey, Peace. hey, hey, hey! Don't forget to wash your hands. What do you say? Don't forget to wash your hands after you wash your ass. After you fucking social distance, wear your mask, and if. Once the masks are off, make sure you brush your teeth and floss. Because I don't want to hey. smell your ass. Hey, so now that you're doing everything backwards, they have to do everything backwards. Like, wash their ass and wash your face. Ooh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it, everybody. Huh?